You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Have you guys been getting spam? I thought when you were when you said you were getting spam through Google Docs, you meant you were getting spam through no, Google No, it means it means I get documents sent oh, to me that I got, in all kept. I, I got one of those and I was like this is bullshit and I didn't I have not it. gotten any of those and I'm mad. Looking to suck straight dick is probably not a legit like Well, hold on. Here. Let's let's Define give it. Let's, let's, let's hear him out. Here. Let's hear him out. Does that mean straight dick as in it heterosexual go- dick or straight <laughs> dick as in no weird dick? I think it's it a w- geometry thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, like I had 2014 Old Miss Alabama inbox infinity, an essay for Charlie Wurzel, full cast notes, and looking to suck straight dick. Or is it like <laughs> my first impression honestly was like straight dick homie? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like I want those no frills dick base model. Oh, I don't right. want frills on a dick ever. Just it's not a crested lizard. Straight dick. So I got this spoiler. I got this spoiler for nothing. Great. Welcome to the shutdown full cast. A little warble there. You wanna? Mm. No, no, we're gonna go with the warble. Okay. That that one had a, that one had a little wobble in it for the for the twenty twenty one. It's a Batter sinker; it just drops right off the plate. Batter can't yep. get his batter can't get a handle on it at all. We have this is a baseball uh, podcast, right? This is a what? This is the internet's only baseball podcast. <laughs> if you want another one, too bad. Baseball podcasts should really be sent out on CDs God, that we can't also do that. have. We, 
Now I feel bad. We can't do that to Cerber, who has an actual baseball podcast. Wait, he does? Yes. I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. No. Cerber, <laughs> Cerber. would you send... Cerber, do you... go ahead, please. Plug, plug your baseball podcast. I do have a college baseball podcast. College Sports oh, well, Now. And you can follow Wait. us on Twitter at Beep. I didn't know you meant CSN. Okay. That's not a baseball podcast. That's a college <laughs> baseball podcast. That's a college football podcast that I don't listen to at this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> we cover college baseball during this time of year, in fact. I, I mean, that's listen, Tennessee's good at baseball. I'm just fucking around with y'all. Isn't Arkansas good at baseball? They're Did I really make that up? all kinds of weird shit going on this Fuck. year, okay? Yeah, who's actually good in college baseball this year? We I are. Know, I know Tennessee's good. It's weird. So give us the best five teams in college baseball without thinking too hard about it. Go. Uh, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Florida, Stanford. In the SEC maybe? or in the country? He's Which one of those? In the country. Yeah, it just weird. means more. I mean, like nine teams from the SEC no, are going to make the asking, NCAA like, tournament. I know Tennessee is good, and that is confusing to me. Yeah, they're not supposed to be good at baseball. It's a, no, it's, I know. Yeah, it's a total anomaly. Nobody knows what's happening. Um, souls have probably been stolen. I'm I rooting for them. Arkansas. Is that rude of me? Eh. <laughs> I mean, I think <laughs> is it. it's a question for whether... Arkansas fans, you can reach Ryan at 615. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real, don't do that. <laughs> That's felony endangerment. <laughs> Please stop approaching my mother in church. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Do not give Arkansas fans any personal information because pretty soon they'll live in your walls, and you might come to enjoy the company. Who can say? I assume Arkansas fans saw the Matrix and they were like, "I will learn how to do this." I mean, it's a it, it's a red pill. It's, it's a red pill. Woo pill. You know what a red pill is? It's, it's a woo pill. Woo pill suey. You know what those are? That's trucker speed. That's all that is. <laughs> I, will hack, I will hack my neighbor's brain. You watch. Yeah, little Neo Matrix, whatever his name was, he took them diet pills. And they mm -hmm. gave him the power of Jesus Christ. You know what that dude's name was? Hmm. Never mind. <laughs> they, call, they call him Jesus. Jesus Neo. And he took that trucker speed. And that's that's why I call follow college baseball <laughs> to this day. I had a joke, but as usual... Yes, Ant. The <laughs> it's he not how can. it works. I know. He actually can. All right, I I have an important question. Yes. What what beer are you on of the beers that you owe the world? Okay, so um, remember when Ryan had a great plan for this that was actually kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's... I'm like, no, I just have to drink the beers. Yeah. That's why I'm bringing it up. I did have a beer this weekend. So that would take the number of beers from 369 to 368. 368 okay. to go, baby. Okay. All right. Good. Or we could do Ryan's idea. Where I go and buy, go to a bar. No. God. Why? You know what? He said it on the show, so I understand why you don't know what we're talking about. Many things are said. And many things go in one ear and out the other. It's not that you're a shitty coworker; it's that you think you're not. If you so have like to, was... if if you have to buy 368 beers for, let's say, our listeners, 
what what are you but you you can only buy one kind of beer what are you ponying up for or ponying down for maybe that should be a phrase ponying Pony down. down yeah i will be ponying down because uh i just think it makes i don't think everybody you're, you're by- down is when you snort coke out of your buddy's chest hair <laughs> go smu <laughs> they don't have chest hair it's completely waxed i was gonna say mm-hmm. i like would like a ken doll down there yeah full dallas. of cocaine a guy a guy named ken in dallas if you walk into a bar full of middle-aged men in dallas and go hey ken it's like going to be 10 heads looking back at you. Yeah. Can't, you can empty it out. Hey, Ken, somebody's keying a Kang Ranch. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that goddamn X. Bro. <laughs> Bro. It'll be, a, it'll be a running of the Kens every night when I walk in at 945 and say, hey, Ken. So I would probably Don't end up. Don't say Kenny, though. That's some TCU no. shit. No. Yeah. No, no. Kenny's, yeah. Ken, Kenny's definitely. Kenny went to Baylor. Oh, sir. There's no reason to be unkind. <laughs> Kenny is a bear, to be clear. Kenny is a black bear who graduated from Baylor with a bachelor's in chemical engineering. No, I mean, there's no need to be unkind to people who go to Baylor, a bad place. Oh, I see. They t- wake, yeah, we, we've discussed the weirdness of Waco before, but I think that everybody who goes there is, like those who have spent time in the Upside Down, somewhat touched by it. They all look a little haunted. Every single one of them. So you are buying what? You uh, you are coming up to the bar and saying, bartender, buy me 368. Fill in the I'm, I'm going to go something pretty bulk, but pretty, like, some quality. So maybe if I could do, um, I really wish I could do 368 old Milwaukee tall boys for everybody. <laughs> That's what I would do. Because... That's got to be the worst possible combination to sing in beers on the wall that I can think of. <laughs> here's here's the thing. I am I am old Milwaukee. Sorry, what, Ryan? I am confident if you go to a bar that has old Milwaukee tall boys and has 368 of them, I'm going to conservatively say 200 of them are room temperature. You are not getting 368 cold Milwaukee tall old well, Milwaukee tall boys. <laughs> that's assuming that you go in the summer. That's I mean yeah. Ryan, I didn't say new Milwaukee. I said okay. they were old Milwaukee. Sure. They, they yep. might be room temperature. Yep. We probably okay. should do this in Wisconsin. They understand these things. Also, it wouldn't take us long to get through those 368 old Milwaukee tall boys. Oh, in Wisconsin, if you go into a bar and order 368 tall boys, they're just like, ah, oh, you're having a baptism party. Congrats. Fun. Eighth grade graduation. That is Back one. Again. It is one of the perfect matches between beer and delivery system. The old Milwaukee can, the tall boy. It is a classic because he gives you exactly the correct amount of old Milwaukee to uh, rest from. Yeah. When you finish that much old Milwaukee, you're going to need a moment. Then also, you, cha- you chase it with a tall boy of Arizona Arnold Palmer, and you've just put as much liquid as your body can hold. They call that a cactus bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and like the cactus bowl, not sanctioned by Sorry, any organization. You didn't deserve that. <laughs> depends on the, like, it depends on the year. Some years you did. It's up there with the Coronita, the little the little Coronas as being sure. like one of one of the perfect variant beers for beer and delivery size. 
So that's what I would order for everybody. It's because... very Spencer that you're like, I must have a beer in a in a at, at like slightly off size. Well, there's some that work better. I'm not going to get irregular. The irregular the beer. Story. <laughs> Either I'm drinking 38 tiny beers or nine enormous ones. I need to. I need. You know what I need? I need scorigami, but for my beer keeping. I right? need these pants in a 3927. That was one of my favorite things I have heard a serious beer drinker say. He was a professor of mine at the University of Florida, Co-Gators. And while drinking, he looked over at me and somebody had said, hey, how many beers are you on? He looks up and goes, what am I, a beer accountant? <laughs> that No, that that's a grad level course at Florida. It, I mean, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the... The thing that I wanted to open talking about was this, that uh, Listen, speaking listener, of... Listener, just remember, we're at 368. Just yes. keep that in mind. We're, Go ahead. We're at 368. 368 Milwaukee Boys on the wall. Uh, I wanted to... 368 Milwaukee Tallboys. I'm oh, want... sorry, Milwaukee's Best Tallboys. Speaking of ponies... Old Milwaukee's Best Tallboys. <laughs> speaking of pony kicks... Oh, Cocaine Cowboy. Welcome back. Uh, we We have... My favorite thing in the world, which is horses on drugs. It. I'm going to say it. Say I don't it. think horses should be forced to race. I do think they should be allowed whatever drugs they want. Yeah, I don't know if it's... I don't know if you could even call it doping with a horse, because doping... Did you look at the list of shit they put into this horse? <laughs> yes! Did it have blood? It's not like Motrin. <laughs> I thought they just gave it like a little ibuprofen. I know what you did. You look, You saw anti-inflammatory and were like, oh, they gave it a hospital dose of Motrin. No, look at the list. I mean, does it does it look like Don Simpson's toxicology report? Is I don't it that know bad? What that is. Uh, this is so, so beta methadone in the bloodstream of uh, the Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit. Uh, not exactly. Uh, like I don't know. You ever heard of an athlete with beta methadone in their bloodstream? I haven't. It sounds bad, but. When you're talking about horses getting drugs, my favorite thing about this story is this, that anyone is shocked whatsoever. <laughs> They're like, no! <laughs> Horse racing? <laughs> Cheating? <laughs> no. Not in the fine sport of horse racing. Horse Girls Twitter is coming after you, and I am not going back to that life. I'm not impugning show ponies. I'm not impugning... You already impugned SMU, buddy. Dressage. Dressage. Very fucking nice. I'm not I'm not saying anything about Tennessee walking horses. Though I could. No. Sa save this... it for the Red Dead 2 episode, friend. This is horse racing. Horse racing is one of the few sports whose ethical boundaries are even more <clears throat> permeable. Porous. Well, I think it's appropriate football. that we call horse racing the sport of kings because it's like, oh yeah, kings are mean as shit to poor people. You kidding me? Super <laughs> and super thin-skinned. <laughs> It's, it's the sport of really shitty kings. <laughs> that should be clear. Are there good kings? Kings yeah. are fucking despots. Santa Claus is a good king. King Williams. Love that guy. That's about the only good king I know. Tulane um, uh, quarterback Sean King. Yeah, exactly. There's a Derek King. We've got a number of good football-based kings. We don't have any good ones who not are king, involved. Not King Friday in the in the... Mr. Rogers universe. No way. Fuck that guy. 
Yep. I mean, as somebody who had a, fa a family member who worked in the training of horses, <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, this is when, when you were involved, when you were called as a witness in a federal trial involving horses, when they're like, yeah, the best guy at the sport uh, in training horses turns out to just be shooting these large animals full of powerful steroids. No, no, that's so unlike the sport of horse racing. I do think steroids are great and that everyone should do them. Here is a here is a horrifying Wikipedia sentence. This is from the page Equine Drug Testing. The early history of horse doping is unclear, although according to Euripides, some horses were fed human flesh to make them faster and more savage. Yes. Don't go near that horse. He's uh, got sir, a taste for man. Uh, we, uh, Mr. Baffert. That's horrifying. Mr. Baffert, we need to we need to see you in our office. Your horse is tested positive for Steve. <laughs> did you did you say what's horrifying when he said <laughs> horses eating no, people? No. 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 I was talking about something else. <laughs> that. Oh, feeding. I'm looking at crystals on Etsy. You, you can't you... prove shit. <laughs> <laughs> a horse that ate human flesh to go stronger. Why to are go you feeding? Fast. It? Yeah. Go <laughs> now think about this. I mean the 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 odds of this riding surviving means that either we are looking at a you know a, a once in a generation occurrence that just happened to survive the intervening millennia, or this was a trend that was common enough to where it was found even among the very few uh, contemporary accounts that remain at this time. Yeah, We're not just talking about a ah, flesh-eating horse. Yeah, no, this is a mul multiple flesh-eating horses down the line as part of a long tradition. No, this is like the 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 ninety-one hurricanes of horses. Yeah, this is, this what, is what that also suggested that there were frustrated horse owners who would just like at the end of the day they'd just be like, "Fuck, he just won't eat people. I'm doing everything <laughs> I can, but he won't eat people." Oh, so I got you in the stables uh, today. Little clericos. Oh, hey, thanks. What's the job? Well, you're only gonna have to work it for one day. Your your dinner, your dinner for a horse. Thank you. This is so much better than living to see tomorrow. Keep going. Let's see where this goes. No, just sleeve little clericos there. About to be eaten by a horse. A very happy horse. You're like, man, that horse is happy to see you. Why? Do you think they're still testing for human flesh? Probably not, right? What if I fed the horse a power lifter whose body had been pumped full of powerful steroids? See, That's see, the excuse that Bob Baffert should have used. Yes! It's not that far from what he did, either. Which, by the way, please read aloud the excuse that Bob Baffert <laughs> used. Um, I want to get it right. Um, he... You do want to get it right, because it's a very specific claim. It is. Man, it's a... It's a damn whopper. It's it's pretty spectacular. So Bob Baffert, when asked to explain why uh, Medina Spirit had this in its bloodstream, first of all, blamed cancel culture 
for coming after his horse. To you which know, I, usually they have a much more abrupt way of canceling horses in that business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. R.I.P. Barbaro. The the other thing that uh, I thought of when I heard that was did the horse test positive for like flagrant racism? You're like, yeah, this horse can't win. E- economic anxiety. Economic My anxiety. old Kentucky yeah. horse. <laughs> <laughs> we don't sing. This horse sings the third verse of that song. Wait, is there a non-racist version of that song? No, it's just the whole thing's racist. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there was that. Oh my God, my heart lies there. Yeah. <laughs> it was right in front of us the whole time. The whole it's, time. It's a snack. <laughs> so not only was the not only was the horse crazily racist, which was incidental to its performance in either direction. Um, said Baffert said that a groom urinating in the stall after the groom had been taking cough medicine, and the, <laughs> that the horse ate some of the hay. First of all. How much cough medicine is this groom drinking? And two, uh, how much of the hay is the horse eating? <laughs> Let's not blame a... the horse. Let's not blame the horse here at all, okay? That would be a very, very, very innovative way to get drugs into the horse's system, right? Like, yeah, just just pee all over this. I got to like, yeah, tell but... you, like, how much does it cost to own and, like, care for a high-end also, racehorse. Since when do, was the groom peeing into the feeding trough? Since when do horses just eat the hay that makes up their bedding? This uh, one does. This dirty that, horse does. <laughs> this horse so far is a racist hay-eating fool. That's what we've decided. <laughs> who won the Kentucky Derby. Who... Lest we forget, this is also the horse. I only know this because I had to go to the orthopedist between the Kentucky Derby and this show. And because I went to a doctor's office right after the Kentucky Derby, that's all anybody was talking about. Because, uh, I don't know, rich people. I, uh, I, I just feel like if I owned a racehorse, I would instruct people, please don't piss on the horse's food. <laughs> well, especially because, as I was about to say, this is the horse that was purchased for $1,000 and then won the Derby. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I would. I would. Maybe when the margins are that huge, you you get a little sloppy with the 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 dick swinging of the support staff. (laughs) Yeah, I I'm trying to make this plausible, and my shoulder hurts. I. This is also, by the way, Baffert has said that uh, Baffert has has done this before because he said that piss uh, on hay. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, he's used this before because in July 2020, um, another horse, Marnath, d- tested positive for another drug uh, at Delmar. And he said that an employee had uh, had peed and contained the, had contaminated the horse because the groom had been taking cough medicine, which I like. Are there just a bunch of grooms out there just absolutely crushing Dimatap? Just How did did this originate like in swimming? Like did the, did this somehow come through like an Olympic connection where people were were competitive swimmers blaming tainted pee in the pool? Mm. I don't know, but if you told me Ryan Lochte had eaten something that somebody had peed in in front of him, I would have believed it. Go Gators. We had a Twitter user ask us uh, not too long after this story broke in in 
related news, why don't they just immediately point the finger at Gronk? And I gotta say, that's a pretty good idea. You can blame him for so much, and I would buy it. Well, you can blame him for so much, and most of it's probably going to be true. Yeah, he'd be like, Gronk just walked up and peed on the horse. Plausible. Check yes or no. I'm checking yes. That was not the only... uh, That was, by the way, not the only animal-related story that we have to cover tonight. The other one was that... um, So there was a tiger in Houston this morning. Why was? Um, We don't know where it is. We, we don't know where the tiger joined up with the Tennessee tiger. And if I told you that there were that that a tiger had appeared in a residential neighborhood in Houston, uh, a pretty nice looking one from what I could see, and that the tiger had been confronted by can, a sheriff's deputy. Can we deputy. pause there for just a minute? Mm hmm. What is your experience Station identification in, in judging the uh, the niceness of tigers from photos? Oh, I like, what are you looking for? Was nice. Oh, no, I meant the neighborhood was nice. <laughs> oh, the neighborhood, I, I the apologize. <laughs> I would put it this way. The neighborhood did not look like the neighborhood did not look like the kind of place where you could get away with having, I don't know, a major HOA violation like a tiger. Boring. Okay. Okay. Right. I, apo- I apologize. I thought you were I thought you were Boring. commenting on the tiger. No, the tiger, I have no comment on its personality other than, actually, Ryan, I will say, it's pretty docile because it didn't rip the sheriff's face off on camera, <laughs> which it could have done easily. Also, is this a tiger that just doesn't want it enough? I, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is an off-year LSU tiger, yeah. It doesn't want it enough. It's just, it's just completely languid and unmotivated. Because it kind of just looked like it was walking up to the guy, frankly. And, of course, this, like, enormous... It looked exactly what I've said, like, hey, man, it's a Houston sheriff's deputy off-duty. You're like, oh, yeah, like, roided out, wearing boots, some skinny jeans. It wants to go to Taco Cabana. It did look like... It did look like it just wanted to go to Taco Cabana, man. Nothing wrong with that. No, it looked like... It looked pretty chill. Uh, it's, I'm hard-pressed to find a situation in which I am not Team Tiger. Because talk about didn't ask to be here. Didn't it didn't ask to be there. Didn't ask to get a gun pointed at it by this big, like, broheme looking dude. Just just enormous slab of county sheriff on all the nandrolone in the world. And didn't ask to be kept by <clears throat> a guy. To be clear, who... some someone else peed in that sheriff's hay. All right. So don't just go throwing around accusations. Yeah, so uh, we have an update because the the oh, story no. you've left you out think, you've left out several key details, but please go ahead. I will I will get there, but you can cover this, and then I will get you to the part where we take this. a turn. I want all the good shit. Okay, yeah. Holly, here's Did you what say we're gonna take turns. Here, here's what Spencer has not told you: the man who uh, allegedly owns the tiger and fled with it or fled with it. Um, is out on bond on a murder charge. What? Yep. Why? Mm-hmm. He was out on $250,000 bond. Uh, oh, for... from an, uh, uh, oh, was out on bond before this? Correct. Yep. Correct. Oh, that's much better. Okay. And, and I mean, one, obviously and a... don't murder. 
And apparently one of the conditions of the bond was not forfeit your tiger. Um, mm, he couldn't he, forfeit it, Ryan. Do you know why? Why? Because the man's name, by the way, uh, is a guy named Victor Hugo Cuevas. Cuevas uh, was left the scene with the tiger in a Jeep Cherokee. It's yes! On- Yes. yes. Okay. We're not. We're not done though, because his. Lawyer, I should mention, by the way, that Victor yeah. Cuevas just took the tiger by the collar. Yes. Like it was a lab. Like, oh, come here, buddy. Here we go. Jealous. Put it. I am. I'm legit jealous. Uh, like, there was there was a brief police pursuit, and the guy with the tiger in his jeep got away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his attorney. Yeah. His attorney has this to say, and I will read. I will read it verbatim. People are making a lot of assumptions in this particular case. Maybe he might be the hero out there who caught the tiger that was in the neighborhood. Who is His argument is that this is perhaps not Mr. Cuevas's tiger and that he was, in fact, doing a mitzvah. Um, it says, it, pretty insistent, by the way, that he does not own the tiger. <laughs> that they, And also... You can't own a tiger. <clears> hmm. <throat> Said his client does not own it, but that he could not elaborate on his connection to the animal. Sure. Oh, Absolutely. Wow. I want you to They're imagine. Priest, you to priest Im- penitent privilege. That 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 tiger. Mm-hmm. Tiger is his uh, master. Please imagine this, by the way, that that tiger was in that car, tearing ass, running from the cops. And do you know who the chillest animal in that car was? It was the tiger. Correct. Tiger was like, well, I don't know, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Think I might just lay here and not rip your face off oh, like I hell, could. Oh, that's just Hank. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Cuevas Qu- apparently also had two monkeys in his home. Mm-hmm. Having a monkey yeah. is not is not illegal in Houston if it's under thirty pounds, which like let monkeys thrive. Um, and tigers are not allowed within Houston city limits unless the handler is licensed to have exotic animals. Ryan, monkey body shame. Now you're leaving an important detail out, and it's this. Please go ahead. (laughs) That that Houston area sheriffs could not comment on the location or whereabouts (laughs) of the monkeys. Yes, yes. (laughs) And they went out of their way to say that too, like y'all. You might run up on some monkeys. Don't freak out. God, I love that we're doing dark, gritty reboots of Jumanji now. This rules. Fine with all of this. <laughs> Here's the other thing. He was on the run for a while, this guy, because this started in the morning and there was kind of a mid morning chase. And I don't believe they apprehended him until around three or four o'clock Houston time. With that said, no, he is he is still at large. Is he still at large? I believe yes. he was No. Okay. So this is even better because because oh no he was he was arrested he was arrested monday oh he got he got arrested but the tiger is still missing (laughs) no no tiger tiger is tiger is in custody as well um this is this is an update for you so i'm catching you up okay but i want you to think about this he was he was arrested monday evening he was in a car with the tiger I want to know what Whataburger he rolled up with. <laughs> it was like, I need 20 hamburgers. 
now. Because you know, someone was like, oh, damn, is that a, is that a, y'all, is that a tiger in the window? Just, I need 20 hamburgers. Okay. Just make it happen. He had to stop. Don't he had to stop. For, he had to stop for food. All right. Yeah. Nobody in Texas is going that far without stopping at a drive-in somewhere. Get that. Get that yeah. You're projecting because you went home. I mean, I'm projecting because I went home, but also, Tiger's got to eat, man. Where where else am I gonna Where else am I gonna gas it up give quick? Give that dog a hamburger. Give that, <laughs> give that tiger a hamburger. Where I have to ask Spencer, where are you um <clears throat> getting your information? Because the most recent tweet from the Houston police, forty six minutes ago, reads as follows. Why you want to know, Ryan? Victor Cuevas is in custody. The whereabouts of the tiger are not yet known. <laughs> yes. 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 Because if that's I'm true, I'm enjoying myself immensely. This is this is from this is from a this is from Houston Channel Two. Okay. All right. How so, how how recent was yours? Now this is like this is like five hours ago. So. Okay. <laughs> so I think I think you've actually outplayed me. <laughs> I don't think we know where the tiger is. So, so to be clear, where are any of us really? The city Dear of Houston had to God. apprehend. The city of Houston had to ascertain the whereabouts of a tiger, two monkeys, and a human, and they only succeeded with the human. So there's still a tiger on the loose <laughs> in Houston, and the monkeys we don't know about either. An hour and fifty minutes left in the day. I don't know why y'all gotta hate this. Let me let me also state, by the way. It's a pretty nice tiger. It might just roll up. And... Oh, now we're judging. Okay, Ryan, now you can go yeah. back to your original yeah. no, question. No, I think, yeah. it, I, honestly, How are you man. ascertaining the quality of this tiger? I, I sort of think this tiger is probably pretty chill. I'm going to go ahead and say that because it already went through a chase uh, of some duration, right? Yeah. And it already, like, came basically when somebody collared it and, and encouraged it to come with them. Um. I think this pup, this puppy's just out there looking for a meal, man. And who in Texas is going to be like, well, he doesn't seem that bad. Someone, <laughs> someone, someone's going to do this. <laughs> like they're, they're out there and they're going to feed it some pizza. They'd be like, yeah, man, I just got a shitload of Papa John's. Just throw it, just throw it at this thing. It loves it. There is also, um, <clears throat> there's also apparently a video on Cuevas' Instagram account that show him playing with a baby bear and feeding it with a bottle and giving the bear kisses. All right, we got to call Donovan. <laughs> got to call our, our creature guy. Uh, I'm pretty sure we know somebody who knows these people. We, we might know the guy who has the tiger right now. Hello, I'm, Ki I'm Chiropractor Doolittle. Happy to meet you. Oh boy! Oh, this this is fantastic. Yep, this is, forty eight forty eight hey, minutes ago. Server, just give us a heads up if it turns out the tiger like killed several people. Okay, yeah. maybe. <laughs> just fix it in post. What if, if it did? Happens. Give us a heads up if the tiger turned out to do some tiger shit. All right, uh, here we'll record this in case that happens. Obviously, we're. Super sad that this tiger. I'm not. Shit. 
We we record in real time, people. Okay, we record in real time. Y'all ain't watched Grizzly Man near enough. <sighs> so, you know, I I did say that this did look like the kind of neighborhood where, like, I don't think it was quite. It wasn't quite the you know neighborhood where somebody would have a tiger because they had uh, finally bought their palatial estate after establishing a massive criminal <sighs> enterprise. If you, if you read a tiger in that neighborhood, I would understand because you bought it because, you know, like if Tony Busby, for instance. I think this is boot- just you can't judge a book by its cover. Like any of your neighbors that you don't know that well could have a tiger. Yeah, I mean, that's true. They really could. Do you think it would do? Yeah. Do you think I mean, I've been to your neighborhood, Ryan. Sure. And if I had to judge which people had a tiger in your neighborhood, it'd be the ones right across the street. Right across could, the street. I could buy that. I could buy yeah. that. Yeah. In my neighborhood, could be any direction. I just would not surprise me if somebody had a tiger. I think, like, unless you know someone in your neighborhood very well and have been in their house, yeah, you kind of got to... I think the safest thing is to assume that all your neighbors have tigers and act accordingly. <laughs> that's why I need a tiger. See? If, no, that's if, not really. It, just, it no. just takes one good guy with a tiger. Okay. <laughs> I want to be clear. You have two sons who are the most son sons ever, and you want to introduce a tiger to this equation as well. Mm, I mean, I really worry more about the tiger getting annoyed at my kids than I do. Right. I mean, that is that is literally that's what happens in the Jungle forever. Book. So. Yeah. The yeah, Jungle Book is just about... a story about a tiger annoyed with, like, a small boy. A boy who's, yeah. I worry about the tiger being like, is he going to talk about airplane crashes again? <laughs> and my kid's going to be like, TWA 40 took off at 6.30 p.m. It was a clear night, and there were no apparent signs of trouble. He was watching Bubble Guppies, like, two weeks ago. I don't know when this shift happened. I know. we got to get him back on Bubble Guppies, because if I hear one more time about like he'll look at you and be like, two hundred and thirty people died and only seven survived. I'll be like, it is nine fifteen in the morning. You can't see a morning. carpenter bee without crying. I if, we gotta bridge that gap somewhere. If it's any consolation, my four year old keeps asking me for further details on the murder of Selena. What? Wait, wait, wait! How did that come up? <clears throat> so she loves Selena. Which she is good, aware great. that Selena. She is aware that Selena is dead. Okay. Through some unknown else, other part of her life, she became aware of the word murder. I don't know if the concept really like hits home with her. And one de- night we were at dinner and she said, she looked me right at the eye and right in the eye. And she said, was Selena murdered? And I looked at my wife and I looked back at my child and I said, yes, she was. It felt like the right thing to do. But now she just wants more info and I'm not doing that. Is that, yeah, I was going to say, like, how much... How how come? I mean, I don't want to get something wrong, first of all. And it didn't feel appropriate to go get my phone at the dinner table so I could Wikipedia the murder of Selena. And also, like, I don't think giving her further detail will help. I think it'll just give her new things to ask about. What's a through and through, Dad? No, I don't know. Go to bed. 
That is that is the worst thing when a kid just straight up asks you about a story that does not have any possible yeah. good exit point. Yeah. And you just have to go, no, they all died. <laughs> Sucked. Not seeing a downside. It's like it was terrible, man. <laughs> like it's it's very, very difficult to uh it's very difficult to dodge that and sometimes you just have to run right into it. Yeah. And that's was Selena murdered? Yes, she was. Because if I say no, I run the risk later of being like, so you believe in the conspiracy, eh? You believe that, that Selena was kidnapped. And I don't want to get go down that road Wait, just because I didn't want to have a... Wait, no, no, no. What conspiracy? I'm, I'm just making it up right now. Oh, okay. Tell no one. Except but, the people who listen to this. Well, I mean, all right. Yeah, that's... I had to do the uh, the, hey... So on the Titanic, you know, like those people who are in the water and we're just like, they're dead. They're, they're dead. dead because they didn't brush their teeth. Look, the people on the Titanic have no future because they didn't brush their teeth and they froze to death. But Spencer, your children do have a future. Thanks to Acorns. Definitely the younger one. That is right. Acorns. Acorns.com. Acorns, the app. Acorns, uh, the future of investing. Getting a start on your financial tomorrows acorns the easiest app in the world just make everyday purchases open your account little roundups little, little investments every single day either directly from your bank account or using uh what i have on my plant which is the mighty acorns debit card which holy crap it's like like five pounds of debit card it's so hefty yeah i don't have to carry any personal defense weaponry Thanks to the Acorns card, I can just slap people with it. Bam! Put some put some right into the next county. It's astonishing. Uh, this week, hey, look at that. We got four dollars in roundups. That's just from like the last two days, y'all. Just little roundups that go into your investment account. Line goes up, no, never goes down. Uh, my own particular portfolio. Uh, I am currently looking at. Oh, look at that. We we got four point five seven growth. Just over the last 30 days, y'all. Really well done. I'm also on the uh, the family plan, which allows you to open your early account for kids. As you know, every single week, we have been going over the early accounts, uh, the discrepancy in the two accounts, because my elder son, faithful, loyal, law-abiding, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't embezzle your from his son? own... No, no, but comparatively. okay. Future well, tiger so. owner. Future tell tiger the, tell owner. Tell the truth. He's a snitch. He's, he's a, a snitch. He's a born snitch. Yeah, he's a snitch. So naturally, he's the one who pointed this out to me. Um, my younger son, Hustler. Wait, did he snitch this? I didn't know that. I he, thought you noticed. No, he did. It makes more sense that you did not notice. I did not notice he snitched on his brother. Okay, which I want to say that independently, <laughs> without knowing the relationship between the two, I condemn it. Knowing the relationship between brothers and the lifetime of joyful antagonism that awaits them, well done. Uh, this week, uh, you, I don't know. I can't support it because he's not going to do anything cool with this information. Yeah, we got to we got to work on that. We got to work on his extortion. <laughs> we have mm -hmm. to put more points into his extortion There's skills. No follow through. Yeah, his Acorns.com early account is now ooh a full seven cents. 
further behind than it was last week, taking the full, I think it's $11.17 worth of a gap now. So my younger son slowly, like a gas leak, just siphoning cents away from his own future account. And yet, even with that like absolute thievery happening, he, he's still going to come out well ahead at the age of 21 via this hypothetical projection just with a little $25 investment a week to either of their accounts. Um, get that, get the later f features. You can earn more money with corporate partnerships. Acorns.com, it's got it all. Hey, Ryan, we got a promo code on that. We do? Uh, we do. Is we it do. forecast? Acorns.com, your, your, financial, your financial solution for planning, for spending, and for teaching your children the value of snitching probably yeah and then once you get all once you get all that straight you know what you can do you can spend your life not worrying about money you can worry about things like football fans who aren't grateful okay they can worry about things that you can't control like for me one of those ryan and holly is ucf ucf fans because they got blessings this week and they didn't even realize it they got um yeah, Home Field Apparel really came through. The last uh, line of refreshes of existing schools included UCF, and you can now purchase at Home Field Apparel uh, a UCF Citronaut shirt or hoodie. Those are not things you could do before, like pretty much anywhere, as best Citronaut. I can tell. You can get uh, the Citronaut, and, and you can also, if you don't, if you are annoyed with UCF, We've got new goats at Navy you can select mm -hmm. from. We've got new mules at Army you can select from. New mule Saturday. And we have, perhaps most auspiciously, <laughs> you can choose from um, <clears throat> two new turtles for Maryland. One is a turtle with his back to you, but looking over his shoulder as if he is peeing on hay and wants you to get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. That says, fear, fear the turtle. And then there's another turtle who has boxing gloves, it appears. And uh, on him, it says, hell in a shell. This rules. This unironically rules. The, the hell in the shell and the new fear of the turtle. God, strong. Yeah. So there, strong. We're up to like, I want to say maybe 30 schools that got refreshed. Um, <clears throat> and, and just a ton of good options. Uh Big new, big new Saturday is coming before you know it, and when you decide to jump in the home field waters with us, use offer code Fullcast. You get twenty percent off your first purchase, and you become the Citronaut, and you inherit his kingdom. You know, we were talking about flesh-eating horses. There's an SMU refresh where it actually does look like this horse is craving human oh, flesh. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, big red angry face. Looks like it's like, give me a bite of that juicy shoulder. Just give it that. Dude, was the horse voice happening here? It is. Just, just the horse is a little, little impaired. The horse is drunk. <laughs> horse is drunk and it needs flesh. Listener, just remember that at least you at home don't have to listen to this through headphones if you don't want to. That's right. <laughs> I wasn't able to find really compelling SMU boosters individually who I thought were going to change the landscape of college sports as we know it by just signing 
potential athletes and uh, other people to their brands, right? I didn't like SMU doesn't have anybody who I'm like, oh, that guy's the that that guy's you know owns a a car company and they're obviously going to give free cars. But I did find that for major programs, some which some of which really surprised me. And I have I'm going to say a sentence that I don't think I've said in a really long time. You ready? Michigan fans, I have good news for you. I think in an NLI environment in a future where we can sign athletes to schools and give them lucrative endorsement deals, I think the Michigan Wolverines are actually going to come out way, way, way ahead. And here's why. Do you know who paid for Michigan's trip, most of Michigan's trip to Rome. Remember when Jim Harbaugh took the whole team to Rome? Didn't he bring the Pope like a helmet or something? Yeah, I, I just think that's or what Jim Harbaugh Jordan's does. Or he's, something. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's he's like a bulldog that picks up someone's shoe to greet a stranger at the door. He's just right. like helmet. You get a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. So the guy who paid for that was Bobby Kodak. Bobby Kodak. You may not recognize the name. You'll recognize the company that he is the CEO of. He is a major Michigan athletics donor and the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right, Michigan. Bobby. That's right, Bobby. Bobby, we're going to give everyone Call of Duty endorsements. Custom skins. All the loot. (laughs) That's it. That's it, baby. Everybody's going to, you're what? You want to get that Twitch stream? Twitch stream going you want to get that gaming career going wow because you know what you know what you're doing while you're sitting there recovering that's right you go to practice then you go play call of duty and we just sign you through that i think probably the average endorsement deal for a young call of duty player who's also an athlete at michigan 600 grand a year 700 grand wouldn't matter just pay it and then you're a troop and you have to be respected that's right. That's right. And this is how get... Michigan becomes a service academy, which is secretly several Michigan dads' perfect world. Pension. Pension. We can just go ahead and like file you in for that. Nice. I didn't think about that element, Ryan, but we expanded this to quite the benefits package. Mm-hmm. You know? Also, you know, like, yes, sure, Stephen Ross, he's like a real estate. You can't sign any people to real estate. You could maybe sign them the soul cycle, but <laughs> also, I don't know, Stephen Ross is an investor in Momofuku, Milk Bar. I don't know. Hi, I'm Jim Harbaugh. Welcome to Momofuku. Gonna make a diabolically simple and supple egg for you. Here you go. But I thought Michigan would do really, really well because Call of Duty. We can get everyone an endorsement as a professional gamer or as a sponsored gamer, and that's going to, like, we're going to flip the Big Ten, baby. Ohio State can't compete. It's not even close because Ohio State just has Bath and Body Works. I know, like, oh, man, Les Wexner, you know, he owns Abercrombie. They don't care. I'm winning the full cast stonks challenge off of that. You are. Go off. Idiot. <laughs> just give I don't think we could just give them stock. You know, like why? That, that were, why? 
I mean, I guess she could as an endorser. You, I was just telling you not to be dismissive of L Brands because I'm apparently winning this shindig. I think you're up like uh, like thousands of percent at this point. Mm-hmm. If we'd actually put real money into this <laughs> instead of instead of imaginary pennies. Yeah, L Brands is doing great. Yeah, I think you're. Yeah. I think you're. You've underestimated the Buckeyes. Uh, again, again, tell everyone. Tell everyone in Columbus. I did it. Be like, he was talking about the Bucks, but then he actually had to talk about him. Also, Happens there's a time. there's a world where lotion becomes our primary form of currency. So that's kind of what I was thinking <laughs> when I leaned into the Bath and Body Works of it all. <laughs> First, you get the lotion. <laughs> no, just no. some just some Mad Max movie that starts with a voiceover about lotion. <laughs> so Walk dry. away from the lotion, and you will live. <laughs> just a fucking gas tanker truck full of scented lotion. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So make I think, him I think... smooth. <laughs> oh, we're back. There we are. Huh. Uh, so there you go. I thought like I thought Michigan would do really well. Yeah. I think Bama's in trouble, by the way, because Bama doesn't have a whole lot of sexy offers in terms of endorsement deals. Like I don't think players really want to endorse a dog track. You don't. I mean, no. I don't think it's going to compete with Call of Duty. Bama still gets its share of country boys on that team yeah i think there's people who are like in better positions to compete for that though because like Mm. like all right for instance iowa state iowa state's main booster is i'm gonna say this the wrong way but there's really no other way to say it the suck up family um which i'm saying wrong sorry iowa state i'm disrespecting ames culture here (laughs) forgive me uh the suck up family they build uh they, they made a fortune uh, constructing agricultural storage buildings like big silos and things. And I'm like, oh, every every offensive lineman's like, well, that is a nice silo. Could use one of those out on the farm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. This may be already happening, by the way. If you're like Matt Campbell, you're like, man, how's Matt Campbell getting all these country-ass linemen who are four and five stars to Ames? <laughs> Aluminum sheds, baby. Really nice storage buildings. It's a fantastic pitch for a lineman. But Bama's just got, you know, like banking and coal and like a bunch of really like a port. Like it's going to be very hard to sell some kind of endorsement of a port. Although I really would like to see like, hi, I'm Reggie Ragland (laughs) and I'm here to endorse the port of Mobile. (laughs) Please give me $600,000. Did you know Bernie Madoff went to Alabama for a year? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Which you're like, what what was the thing that turned him? You're like, a year in Alabama. <laughs> oh fuck it, I'm gonna do crimes. <laughs> when did this promising young man give up on humanity? Oh fuck this. Time to do crimes. <laughs> Yay, Alabama <laughs> Crimson Crimes. Yeah, that's that, that's he's always claimed in that too. <laughs> and I'm sure there's some <laughs> Auburn fan who every time Bernie Madoff is taken off the like attended or alumni list on Wikipedia Puts is alerted right and dives right back in. <laughs> Just bam. Not today. 
Got it. Like Milt McGregor, who was like the sketchy guy who was like the Alabama slots king. Like the guy who had a racetrack that, that was just scandal ridden and went under several times. Victory land. Uh, Milt McGregor. Man, Milt McGregor. Milt McGregor gave money, I think, to both universities, to both Alabama and to Auburn. And like the hot potato between people throwing that around on Wikipedia, like a frequent contributor to Auburn strike, Alabama strike, Auburn and Alabama strike, strike. Like <laughs> I'm sure there's just one of these unending Wikipedia correction wars over passing the buck on that dude. Speaking of Auburn, by the way, uh, it's very hard to come up with a more like split personality for major, major donors and people are going to throw money around at Auburn because on one side, you you have Jimmy Rain. Jim, Jimmy Rain, the yellow the, the yellow fella himself. Yeah, who's the yellow fella himself? Who's fucking like t- lumber prices being what they are? Jimmy Fuck, Rain might be the richest man in the good. world right now. He's almost certainly he already was the richest man in Alabama, and that has only gotten more true. Yeah, he should just sell all of <laughs> he should sell all of his wood right now. What'd you do? Not the yellow fella anymore. Sold it all. I'm out I'm of done. wood. I'm done. One I'm last job. Wood. Yeah, what? <laughs> this would be if you could steal all the lumber from Jimmy Rain right now. Oh my god. In in an ocean Ocean's Eleven style heist, but with but with a southern kick. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah. You know where we all pose in white on the beach afterwards to celebrate, right? With wood. now let's go. Now let's go. Let's go. Just the let's giant get some... fucking pallet of stolen wood. <laughs> You're gonna carry it out for me. <laughs> Just the, the yellow fella crying in his yellow hat, which he wears all the time, right? Sure. Like in yeah. in my mind, he never changes out of the western wear that he has in those ads. Um, Tim Cook. Tim Cook is on the other side, though. When you're like, okay, who's another Auburn guy? <laughs> Tim Cook. It's like the opposite of jimmy rain like the head of apple is on the other side which again apple still like like they're like yeah i don't know uh, auburn football players are don't really have the uh, the apple aesthetic because remember i always say that auburn leads the league in fatness so um apple prefers thin they're not stylish would joni i've approve of the design of any auburn football player no too bulky all of them far too bulky so they can't do any they can't auburn's in trouble in nli they're going to need to attract a type of booster who's going to be a much flashier much more people friendly right or we're just going to be selling yellowwood <clears throat> which at current prices maybe that's the move i didn't think about this though that we always say that like clemson recruits like oh man clemson is clemson's all about like like channeling money through uh <clears throat> interesting and innovative ways right community-based aid is that what we would call it yeah that seems fine yeah when i realized that their facility is named after the reeves family and the reeves family they made their money in luxury autos in florida which yikes y'all <laughs> if, you, if you if you wanted to go man Who's, who, who's, who's involved in some risque business? I'm like luxury autos in Florida. Surely something untouched by, <laughs> by those looking to commit insurance fraud. It's got to be careful. So oh, yeah, not just that smuggling, uh, like 
any there there's a lot there's a whole host of opportunities here money laundering flaunting your the profits of your fraud like whatever how far can you get down the road with a tiger in this thing huh that... well we well we offer that test drive yeah why don't you why don't you get the get in the driver's seat there we'll just load cecil right in next to you go right I mean, on down could... dale mabry for five miles and turn around I know it ain't a family car, but do you think this Bugatti Veyron could just keep like a large cat? How large? You know, about 600 pounds. <laughs> you know, I need to keep it at 180 at least with the 600 pound tiger. Think I can do that? But yeah, like I didn't realize that Clemson, again, like Clemson somehow just seems completely primed to succeed because, yeah, I can get you to endorse a luxury auto empire. If you're a 19 year old football recruit. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even have to bust out the super nice cars. I can be like, well, here's this Dodge Challenger. You can take that. Seems to work for Alabama. Um, I did also Boo. look up and realize. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're rentals. They're, they're, they're rentals, Ryan. It's completely Boo. above board. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sucks. So, Texas. Texas, I looked up and their biggest booster is still pretty much Red McCombs, who I did not know Red McCombs was one of the founders of Clear Channel Media, which is now iHeartMedia. And then I thought, well, every psychotic name for a company. I since <laughs> it's insane name. It's up there with Palantir. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Um, and cars. And then I realized, like, oh, everybody, he'd just be setting everybody up with their own podcasts. Red McCombs like is nine. He's like ninety three. Like, if NLI doesn't get hurrying the fuck up, Red McCombs is not going to be giving anybody an endorsement deal. Counterpoint: What makes you think Red McCombs and his meddling ass are ever going to die? That's true. <laughs> oh, he's going to enter the radio, and that's where his consciousness will live. <laughs> like fuck. Toby Jones in the Winter Soldier movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll just just live in there. Like the wear car, just a haunted, a haunted vehicle. <laughs> Red going, use the brake too much. <laughs> Can't answer this thing down the road. Oh, that tiger shit on me. <laughs> yeah, but what? Listen, you want to hear real purr and listen to this engine, buddy. Get you right off the lot for just one eighty a week. The good news is, um. You know, when you think of programs that are starved for resources, and that's the missing piece, Texas definitely jumps right to the top of that list. So <laughs> this, this will fix the pro money. Will fix the problems, Daddy. More money. I mean, they're, they're they're starved for resources in terms of players. This is fair. And coaches. Yeah. You know, we always talk about like Texas A and M being like closet nerds, like people who are way smarter than you think they would, way nerdier than you think they would be. Like their curse extends here too, because like Texas A and M's biggest booster, or one of the, his big, their biggest boosters is Monty Davis, and he's a guy who runs like. If I explain to you why he was rich, it's just basically like they do science stuff for petrochemical companies. That's it. Monty Davis helps figure that out, and Monty Davis made a made a ton of money. He's retired, but like Monty Davis stocked. He's the guy who stocked a lot of the Texas A&M booster crew himself, like a lot of people tied into core labs all over the Texas A&M booster core. And there's nothing cool 
There's nothing cool to offer them because, like, uh, they do technical work. You have to explain things. That doesn't make, like, a really good endorsement. So they're stuck. Oh, but they, they do have Jimbo Fisher for 10 years. So remember, just like the Longhorns, not a rival, no similarities. Money will fix everything. <laughs> totally fix everything. 75 mil. You go do your nerd stuff. Just make sure the checks don't bounce money. Well, Jimbo's going to have to get out of here. You know, okay, why isn't Arkansas better at cheating? Arkansas? Yeah, why aren't they better at cheating? What do you mean better? Like, well, with NLI coming up, I'm not sure exactly how Jerry Jones is going to work this in. But who could, like, if Arkansas really wanted to be good in terms of this is not This is not complicated at all. Like, all cheating, institutional cheating is like organized crime, right? Yeah. And organized crime relies on everybody being on the same page. That if somebody steps out, there are consequences for that. And everybody sort of respects a hierarchy and follows like a set of marching orders. That's not going to fucking happen at Arkansas. Arkansas also has, uh, I would also on a very basic level point to this as a population density problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously their biggest problem. But then there's the problem of how are we going to cheat? Because if, if Jerry Jones is in the room, just like cash is going to find its way in. It's going to make it happen. But then you have various like members of the Walton family who are also super involved in that. But I found out they give a lot to Missouri, too. Which, if you if you want to know like money thrown down a hole, it's given to Missouri Athletics. Wow. They don't win anything. They won two SEC East titles. It's, like I said. I don't feel like we can prove that happened anymore. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is a Shazam effect thing. I think those were movies that you're only remembering in your mind that never happened. Okay. I'll buy, I'll buy it, honestly. Yeah. This is also if you wonder like other schools that are going to struggle, I mean, <clears throat> Tennessee and Kentucky, it's like real dearth of like cool endorsement ready kind of boosters. Like Kentucky's biggest guy is Joe Kraft, who owns a massive coal company. Like, endorse coal. <laughs> the fuel of the future. <laughs> Come work with us. And as a bonus, we'll give you a sack of coal. This place sucks. I'm going to Wake Forest. <laughs> uh, the one that I did like, though, that is a possible competitor to to Kansas, to Iowa State, is Kansas State. Because one of their big donors uh, is the Veneer family, Jack Veneer. Who built his empire on what beef? Oh uh, yeah, that's a good. That's <clears throat> that's a natural. <laughs> yeah, we've become we've become America's weightiest team, thanks to our innovative beef endorsement program. They, they also have the um, <clears throat> the president and CEO of Boeing Defense went to Kansas State, so now you can do space beef. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Son, do you want to eat a steak in space? Yeah, yeah, I fucking do. Good. Would you? Would you like to? Would so? It's it's also like any military planes, right? Do you want to? Do you want to eat? Do you want to eat steak in a C five galaxy? Yes, I do. Do you want to shoot down the enemy with steak? Yeah. <laughs> 
How'd you guess? <laughs> I tell you what, once once a year, do you know it's legal to shoot down any hot air balloons in the skies in Kansas? We Wait, passed really? that law. Yes. Okay. If is you're it a Kansas is, State player? Is it a set day or is it just like could strike at any time. Okay. Who knows? Sure. Yeah. None none so shall know the hour. The purge less hunting season. Yeah. It's just a bad day of being a balloon, brother. It's your numbers up. Today you're the balloon boy. <laughs> we all float up here. <laughs> the last one I had though, which if I like this will surprise no one. There are several donors to South Carolina athletics, but one is Joe Rice. It actually does surprise me that there are several donors to South Carolina athletics. It did kind of surprise me. It's like of note, right? Mm-hmm. The the guy who is the head of uh, one of the founders of Motley Rice Attorneys at Law, big class action lawsuits. Uh, if you have seen a an ad talking about mesothelioma on your oh. TV, Motley Rice. Looking, looking for you. Yeah, that's a big donor, uh, Joe Rice, who hung out with, among other people, Steve Spurrier. Like, Spurrier used to travel on Joe Rice's plane. Joe Rice is a big donor. And I'm like, man, I bet kids, like, you could get recruits, not every recruit, but, like, if they were like, hey, do you want to do the pitch for the mesothelioma ad that comes on at, like, 2 in the morning? Hell yes! <laughs> Hi, I'm Stephen Garcia. I was just thinking that. <laughs> If you were a loved one been affected by mesothelioma, you may be eligible. You could sell that. That's a good Aussie punter corner. Like, I don't... <laughs> mesothelioma. <laughs> Got a touch of the feelies, do you? <laughs> Motley Rice. <laughs> Motley Rice already sounds either like a an Aussie rules legend or B an Australian dish that you'd rather not know the ingredients yes, of. Yes, correct. Correct. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's the big sell here. This is this you're right, the um the <clears throat> ingredient is cobra. 